Hi, and thank you so much for being with me today. We hear or read testimonials, whether a purchased product review, a career path through glass door, a documentary of a person's life, an account in court on the news, or how a company grew from a startup now worth billions. Being a Christian, our testimony means so much more. A Christian testimony can be about a person's journey when they found Jesus, or also known as a conversion story, or it can be a way in which God has shown up in a person's life during a period of something happening. Perhaps it's a lesson God has taught them, or me, or you, a reminder he gave. Sometimes it's an answered prayer over a victory of sin. Our testimony provides a guiding light that leads to a commitment directing our conduct in everyday life, being heaven-minded. Our testimony becomes a resource that gives others hope and courage. It becomes urgent to share it. I think of our testimonies as our why factor. First Peter 3.15, but in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but to do this with gentleness and respect. Many times people have lost hope. Christians do too. Life has its difficulties. And sharing our testimonies with them might be just what they need to hear to rekindle their hope, bringing the prodigals back home. Most importantly, our testimony should be pointing those back to Jesus, our Lord, and giving him the glory. Again, our why factor, right? I think of this question, what would you be telling someone if it was your last chance? These people are anyone, the lost strangers, a friend without hope, our kids, co-workers, siblings, extended family members, a clerk in the store, neighbors, the CEO of a company, what would you want to say if it were the last chance to do so? It is urgent. They may pass or we could pass. What if the rapture came? You know, our testimony can be a gift given when desperately needed to be heard by someone offering hope to others by sharing this. So many things happen to us in our journey. If we're sitting in a valley, just know the peak is ahead. Nothing is coincidence. We know everything is so orchestrated, more than we know. And usually we cannot see the whole picture until the dots are created and put together at the end. Then we look back and go, whoa, amen. We can bless others by sharing our story. We literally can be holding someone else's blessing inside of us as our story can change their life. That's what God wants to do with our faith journey. A testimonial reflects tremendous power of what God has done in a person's life, in your life, in my life. And how do we prepare our testimony? Write your testimony out. It's always good to have an idea of what it looks like on paper and to include a major turning point in your spiritual journey. Your story should have three parts. Before the turning point, 
what life was like before a believer, how the turning point took place, how I became a believer, and then after the turning point, how Jesus has changed my life. And be realistic. Do not imply that Christ removes all of life's problems. Speak clearly about Jesus. He is the main focus. When giving a brief testimony, do pray that God will give you wisdom and clarity of thought. Yeah. Praying um, is so important when we really do have something to deliver to someone or share with someone. We want to be sensitive to what they're going through. So important. Our testimony gives others hope. Again, it reminds them that the changes God has made in our lives and can do the same for them. It gives us a way to invite others to church and increases our sense of gratitude and keeps us humble. It's about Jesus and who we are and what a wonderful way to thank God for what he has done for us. I'd like to share a piece of my journey, a short testimony of faith. During my first divorce, it was very drawn out, taking four and a half years, taking everything I own, costing close to $175,000 in attorney fees. The tactic of the opposition was to take me down, everything I had, including my soul. My ex-husband's attorney repeatedly asked for discovery, which in my case <clears throat> was a request for the past five years of my life. All documents explaining my two businesses, running a home, kids, pets, life, gas, Christmas presents, everything. It's basically your life in copies. My own attorneys were weak in fighting the opposition. During the four and a half years, I fired three attorneys representing myself for the last year. I handed the first discovery and then the other one and a total of three. He had me in contempt of court for not producing this discovery. It was ludicrous. The things that were allowed to happen in divorce court, it's just so sad. And I have several attorney friends that do not have a stomach for family court. And I say, God bless them. My attorneys said, just give it to the opposition again. So my ex-husband also never produced his. And I really believe someone was paying someone off. I was beaten down at this point and I was in Staples making stacks and stacks of copies again. And you know the saying, whistle while you work? I was singing a worship song, not real loud, but this was a point in my life I learned to love worship music because it added to my life such peace and focused on what was important, hearing the words of God's love, such a comfort during this battle in my life knowing what was to harm me will be used for good. His justice was with me. So I did what I was told by the courts and the attorneys. God orchestrates so much more than we could ever know. Every time I was in Staples spending hours making 2,400 copies, someone would come up to me and say, what are you doing? You look so happy. And they would say something along the lines, but you have a mountain of paperwork. So they really wanted to know what I was doing. And I would tell them I was working through a very difficult divorce, but God is taking care of me. He's assisting me each step of the way. I was able to talk about God to each person, asking if they have a good Bible-believing church, sharing with them that the Lord was my strength. I couldn't do this without him. He has met my needs 
and my faith is everything. I would always say, if I wasn't a Christian, I don't know how I could get through this. And these people could actually see it. They were in similar situations too, or something was up. They looked upset, each one that came up to me. And I always think I was a broken vessel, but still being used. At times we are broken jars of clay, but that is when the most light can shine through those cracks in the clay. And it's funny how God puts people in our path. Those who came up to me looked, you know, like I just said, sad or miserable. And God gave me the strength to help them witness to them, even during this awful period in life. It had its blessings. I read often and see how God uses our weaknesses, giving us renewed strength. And I was able to live it, although I felt beaten down. That was the tactic to destroy me. And I love how he orchestrated everything to lift me up through helping others. When he put these people in our path, not only to give them a word, but to make us become stronger because, because we are aware of God's presence. A lot of forgiveness took place during that divorce and quite a few years after. And I do cringe when I think of it, but I do thank God for the blessings and comfort he showed me during that time. Forgiveness doesn't mean we forget. Forgiveness means we forgive. We're just laying it at Jesus's feet and we don't want to be a prisoner to it anymore. My favorite chapter in the Bible is Psalm 145 and verses three and four I'd like to share. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. I read Psalm 145 every day throughout this divorce. The entire chapter is full of beautiful praise. As I went to court with my repeated fourth discovery, representing myself, I had my day in court. I was able to tell the courts, the judge and the attorneys that were present with the opposition, that this is the fourth time delivering this discovery and the attorney has lied and put me in contempt of court. And here are all three receipts of prior submission. His own client has not produced his. The judge actually looked horrified, flabbergasted, and she asked the attorney if this was true, and he had to admit it was. He was very angry. The last document I had to send the opposing attorney, I included a letter with Psalm 145, and then I was praying for him. The divorce was wrapped up shortly after, thank God. And today, many years later, my ex-husband and I are slowly becoming friends. We will always be linked because of the children and really should make the best of it. I am very thankful for that. And I told him so over Christmas that it's really a miracle. Our life is continually being worked through God's hands. Though we have victory through Jesus, we can be used in mighty ways. Our testimony could be our faith journey or something that has taken place within a portion of our life, like my story at Staples. It blows us away because God's hands was clearly visible. Pastor Greg Glory is a pastor out in California. You probably have heard of him. He does produce movies and 
most recently Jesus Revolution, which he was a part of the Jesus movement back in the 70s. He has a terrific website, harvest.org. A lot of documentaries, most recently um, Dennis Quaid and the story of Steve McQueen, a documentary of Johnny Cash, another movie called Fame with Alice Cooper. These are all people that have given their testimonies through these avenues and I will again put the link in the notes. And we do need to remember our testimony is someone else's hope for a miracle. It's who we are that we need to show to others, not what we are. I have a question. Would you consider sharing your testimony with us? If so, please email me at comfortbites, B-Y-T-E-S, at gmail.com, and I will be in touch with you. Our worship song today is Fallen by Dennis Quaid. His new album is called Fallen, Gospel Songs for Sinners, and the link will be in the notes. If you have a prayer request, I would love to pray for you specifically. Please email me also at comfortbites at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being with me today. I pray for you all. God bless you. Mm-hmm.